All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Daddy Lonegat and shout out to Red Light Crew. Consists of Wayne, like Kanye, Red Melt, and the Scrub. Keep it litty like a fucking titty. 2019. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. <laughs> but intro is getting better and better and better. I, I can't get enough of it. I, 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 I hear more sounds in the background. <laughs> I, pull, I get more pulls out of it. I think Daddy Longneck delivered a baby at the end of his cameo. <laughs> and it was like, That's why you're saying the square. Square. Yeah, he's pushing it out. I don't know if he actually pushed it out himself or he was just the midwife. Real life podcast, important episode, <laughs> big episode, huge episode. Why? I don't get it. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to you, chum. <laughs> Chalmers here. Bag milk here. Squirr here. Jared here. Rick also here because he wants to see a good fight. He knows what he's getting into. He's had his eye on the internet. It has been a very busy week for the hosts of the Real Life Podcast. One of us is famous. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. And he's not famous for like, hey, remember that guy that pulled a baby out of the well? He's famous like a world star hip hop guy who got in a fight <laughs> and then got on world star and then got tagged. Yeah, he's like the 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 lady that shit in the Tim Hortons. There it is. I don't know what that is, but that's exactly <laughs> what that is. You hey, know, Milk, you want to break down what happened in the last seven oh, days wow. for our 12 listeners? I'm sure they all know. Well, I feel sure. like the best way that I can possibly break the situation down is by going right to the source the man who found the clip the One, infamous clip the infamous clip the Kennedy right, assassination right, right. video found, of our generation. found it 
the video wasn't watching the game already to begin with. The video found it somehow. You pipe down over there. Uh, the smoking gun, if you will. Lanny McDonald too. So I want to go over to our friend of the nation, Fat Dad sixty nine. Fine man, investigative journalist, good possible guy. Pulitzer winner. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked him just yesterday. I said we're going to do this podcast today. Yeah. Would you like to prepare a statement? Sure. And he did. And I would like to start this off with Fat Dad's statement. Excited for this. I do love Fat Dad, for the record. He's just a closeted flame. That's Stockholm Syndrome. You're identifying with your (laughs) accuser. Wednesday night, just before bed. Figured a hockey game was better than watching any of the stupid shows that the old bag of snakes likes. Mm. Calgary scores. The camera pans to the crowd of Flames fans celebrating the goal. Neat. That guy on TV looks just like the Squire, I thought to myself, then turned my attention back to the game. A minute later... I thought again how much that guy looked just like him. So I went to his Twitter and found out that he was in Vegas. I hit rewind on the time machine to look again. As I watched the camera pan the crowd, I was put into a state of shock when I saw that Jay was standing for the goal and throwing out a fist bump to his fellow Flames fans. I knew then that the people needed to see this. They needed the truth. They needed to know. They say never to meet your heroes because they are sure to disappoint you. I can now agree with that statement. <laughs> Signed, Fat Dad. Now, just oh. hold on, Jay. You're not uh, ready for no, you yet. I know, I know. I, I'm just going to absorb. You, I'm gonna so take my licks. Let, let, me, let me just reiterate what Fat Dad's saying here. Basically, Jay went to the game in Vegas for yes. reasons that he will get into, but that's fine. What happens in Vegas did not stay in Vegas. No, no. no. I, thought, I thought they had a protective bubble uh, there. I was, uh, I was in my safe zone. An early lesson to be learned on this podcast, Jay, is that if you go and do a series of Donair reviews at the Luminaries of Edmonton, you are now one rung up on the fame ladder and you got to you're you're memeable. You're a memeable guy. You're going to the game. You're cheering. You're one sideways fist bump away. Nine, 99 times out of 100, you're going to get away that shit scot free. But now you're famous. Chalmers, go. Well, <laughs> when I saw the picture, it uh, it hit me. I feel like this is a roast. Yeah. yeah, you just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have time to talk. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, I need will. to hear your explanation because yeah. I sat down and I started thinking to myself. I, and I went and I immediately knew you guys would be talking on social media about it, having comments. And I just couldn't bring myself to do something like that. So in my head, I wrote an open form letter to one of my longest friends. <laughs> and I'm going to read that right now. Savage. Oh, yes. JR. Woo. We've been friends for 26 years, and in that time, you've been one of the most honorable, respected, and solid people I've known. Uh Uh-oh. On Wednesday, the whole foundation of our relationship was fractured. I feel like I've lost the memories of what was a best friend. I now question everything we've ever done together, or anything you've ever told me. Do you actually love ABBA? Did you actually invent the taco in a bag and moose jaw? If I hadn't seen one of your hole-in-ones, I'd question both. But I only question one now. (laughs) You hurt me. You heard us all. I don't even know if your name is actually J. Ryan Downton anymore. And I need to know, why'd you do this? Uh, it's heartbreaking. I feel like I'm in an is. intervention. Catch me outside. I thought about coming in here and yelling at you. <laughs> I thought about coming in here and making you feel bad. And I just, my, all my energy could be put towards that. Like, when I, like, I, just, don't, I just don't get it. We go on these football trips. And you are always the guy that buys the home team jersey. Nothing you like more than standing in an arena and high-fiving the hometown fans. The one time in your life you had to do it, and you didn't do it. 
Like, what were you doing, man? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> oh, all right. Man. I feel There's the pain. Rebuttal time. Explain I, yourself to all 12 listeners I of the Real Life the Podcast. I'd like to start. Uh, let's, let's go down. Let's go back to the past uh, to kind of establish some character here. I was in a 2-3 split class at Grandin Elementary. Oh, my past. God. That is far. Yeah, we're going in the way back. And the year, it's the 88-89 hockey season. And everyone in this class, all the hockey guys, for some reason, were just jumping on the Flames bandwagon, and they were and and they're they're trying to get the whole class to convert. I refused, and therefore was ostracized from the group in my two three split class for the two months of playoffs uh, in that year, from whatever May and June. So I, I I I I sacrificed friendships and playing alone at recess. So you decided my to do that all, all over again for for the Oilers. So I just kind of want to lay a foundation of my love for the team. So that OilersNation.com started in 2007. <laughs> you know, Wanya and I here had a had a dream to create a place where we could yell at other hockey fans about the team we loved. So much so that this turned into a business. Uh, the bittersweet thing about this company is now it is 16 sites. We represent other teams. So I will always be a fan of my team, but I'm also in charge of running a business. So this brings me now to why was I in Vegas? Can I ask a question before you go in? Oh, far away. What was the second site you started in the network? Ooh. Well, <laughs> geographically, it's going to be Flames Nation. If it's going to be a place to... It's coincidental. If, if it's... Uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, purely geographical. Most yeah. people, yeah. That's, that's, hey, well, hey, fair question. Uh, the facts are the facts. And like I said, I'm just going to tell my spiel, and then the universe can judge me as you will, and I'll just continue on JR, with my life. Do you like to stampede better than Klondike days? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is uh, what would you say I, your I, favorite? I what would you say your favorite late night restaurant is after the bar? Noodle, Ooh, good noodle. question. Uh, Open till three a.m. <laughs> plays nice, happy music, bright lighting. Oh, where did you need. get that idea from? My second choice would be maybe Singapore Sands. Well, what Calgary city is that? Oh boy, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of a lot of connections here. So, my good friend John Winwick from ATB Financial. This night when. When we got invited to a box and Wanye was whistling sweet nothings to Mrs. Everly, my, 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 my good friend Johnny Winwick, who, you know, works for ATB, you know, their brand moniker is ATB Listens, goes to me, Jay, I'm going on a trip to Calgary being hosted by the Flames and I want you to be my guest. And I'm like, Johnny, I can't do that. He goes, Jay, you're more than just Oilers Nation. This is a good opportunity for you to talk to the team and create a strong relationship with them. I'll interject. I did hear this midway through my date with Mrs. Everly mm-hmm. and was like, ah, oh, whatever, that shit will be figured out on its yeah. own. But he did say that. Yeah. Jay, you're more than Oilers Nation. And I was like, we're not actually, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> yeah. A former Oilers mother requires wooing. So I was struggling with this. I'm like, Johnny, I don't know if I can do it. He goes, Jay, you don't need to like them. You just need to respect them. 
48 hours later, you're given a standing O. I'd like to hear a listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I struggle. I, I said, give me the night. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, yeah, no, I got to think the best of the company. This is an unreal opportunity because the access and the people I'll be talking to is very good for the overall company. This would be a very good relationship to set up. So we go to Vegas and I'm being hosted by the head of sales for uh, the Calgary Flames. Uh, a amazing gentleman. I will not, I cannot speak uh, enough good words about this dude uh, who hosted us. So what does he do? Initially, he gives us a Flames hat and a signed Flames jersey with the expectation that we're going to wear this to the game. So this could have been way worse. Is <laughs> yeah. what I'm hearing right now. So the minute he gives this to me, I then say, oh, I'll just put that in my bag and I open it up. And what does he see? My Oilers shaving kit. So he's now on a mission to he's, he's like, oh God. He's like, I know, I know you're an Oilers fan and this drives like he's uncomfortable. So I need to win him over because his barriers are like, I don't want to deal with this guy. Like, I hate Oilers fans. Like, I like how the rivalry is there at that level. So, anyways, fast forward to the game. So I can't, I'm, I'm not wearing the jersey. You know, my boy Johnny's wearing the jersey. Is that the cowboy looking fella from Westworld that was sitting next to you? So that's the, the guy the that was hosting us. Hair? That's the guy that uh, okay. me and him were sharing a hamburger and some fries and we caught him eating some delicious Shake Shack fries. I got Shake Shack in the building eating. there. It was unreal. He was like the mist from like, uh, he's like Don Johnson from like uh, Manny McDonald. Yeah, from uh, Doc Hall. No, <laughs> I honestly thought that, you were sitting, yeah, Don. Tombstone, yeah. Tombstone. So I cannot support the team, right? And I know I'm going to be sitting with Flames fans and whatever. That's fine. I'm just being hosted to the game. So what I did do, just to show respect for the people that took me, is I placed a $100 wager on the underdog Flames to win. So I will openly admit, I made I made a bet. Can everyone hear us squinting yeah, 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 right yeah, now? Yeah, with yeah. Disbel- every Chalmers, single you, bet on, you bet on sports. You'll bet on teams. Not You'll, the Flames. Word. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you this. Or the Canucks. I did this out of respect for them hosting. So I made a bet. I'm like, I can't wear the jersey. I can't wear the hat. I'll bet on the team because if they win, at least I make some money. I see what you're doing. Right? I see what you're doing. Yeah. You're so, building in an excuse with this bet. I'm just, I'm just showing like, hey, I'm never going to support your team, but I'll bet on them. And then at least we can celebrate with that together. So if at the end of the Flames win, I'm not happy that Calgary went won and they're better in the standings. I'm happy I just won 250 bucks. Mm. So I was trying to make it about US? money. US. US. Life-changing sum of money. <laughs> A big windfall. <laughs> so now we're I in mean, the this stands. is life-changing. Did they win? Did they win that game? So I don't the, even know when they No, game. they lost the game. Thank God. <laughs> hell, they lost the game. So I got fucking double kicked, but whatever. Idiot. And that's that's maybe fucking karma kicking me in the dick. So, whatever, go to the game. You know, Rolly's the guy's name. Like, Rolly, he's like, where's your jersey? I'm like, dude, can't do it. Like, I bet on the, I, but I bet on the team. So, like, there you go. Let's go. So, go to the game. Rolly and I are sitting in the stands sharing a burger and fries. All of a sudden, hold on, minutes hold later, on, hold on. You're sharing a burger and fries? Sorry, we're sharing the fries. We each got our own burger. <laughs> oh, what a, what a host. They're from so Shake sharing, Shack. They're sharing that's underwear. A real, that's a from real. Shake Shack. <laughs> First real. period, Jay wears the underwear. <laughs> yeah. Second period, yeah. the other guy wears the underwear. Third period, Jay wears the underwear. <laughs> yeah. So, well, oh yeah, let, let me rewind this back. But beyond grade two? Yeah, I was just No, 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 no. So part of this trip is we actually got to meet like some pretty... Your hero, Johnny Goudreau? <laughs> no. We went for... Actually, I played craps with... Uh, well... 
He was at the other end of the table, but I, I was playing craps with uh, Matthew Kachuk until two in the morning. But he was across the table. Mm-hmm. I was not talking to him. Anyways, it's not sounding good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the hole is, no, the hole so you is were hanging deeper. out with the team after. No, no. So then we got invited to dinner. No, Jared, no break. I want to hear this. Yeah, we got. Yeah, there's no breaks. <laughs> Fuck this. I got. We got invited for, for dinner, and uh, we're sitting with Bill Peters, head coach of the Flames, oh AGM of the Flames, and their head equipment manager, and Harvey, and Johnny, yeah, Harvey, Johnny Winwick, who I love so much, and he knows who my number one team is. Anytime we met, and I got introduced to a Flames uh, staff member, he'd always be like, this is Jay from Oilers Nation and the Nation Network. They also have Flames Nation. Oh, I respect that. Mm. So John, Johnny was back checking for me because he knew I, 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 he knew the internal struggle I was going through on this Good, trip. solid old Westerner. Mm-hmm. So anyways, back in the game, Rolly and I sharing fries, individual burgers. His was a double patty. Mine was single. Sharing Regret fries not getting like, the double like Lady and the Tramp did. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Starting at one end. So all <laughs> of a sudden, milkshake. anyways, <laughs> it's pregame. Two straws and a milkshake. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> was, it, was it a strawberry one so it was red? There was no milkshake. I, have, oh. I was fucking, oh, they have this copper bud. Oh, is it red? Oh, uh, it was like kind of dark, but it was really fucking good. And so when we go to Vegas this weekend, I'll be, and it comes in a, Cool cup, which I gave you. Dad. You know what? We're off track. Maybe we'll take a break. Jared, we'll be right back <laughs> after this real life podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? Yeah, can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family operated and Alberta grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at JappaMachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. I wonder oh, what it. Josh would think about this, you know? Oh, he would understand. That, just hearing He's, that he, he understands. He, he talked to Jay when he rented business. a loader to bring all the load of shit he's fallen. <laughs> Does Job have that kind of equipment to handle the shit that I'm you stealing? You got a four-ton shit loader? Oh, <laughs> oh I got a four-ton God. shit loader. I got to go. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, so so copper Bud Light. Copper Bud Light. Around. We're having the burger and fries, and like halfway to my burger, my phone starts blowing up, and <laughs> it's it's photos of me and Roly eating our food in the stands because they pan to the crowd pregame for some reason. So anyone who's watching the game, so like my cousins who live in Calgary. So this is pregame. This is pre-standing for the goal. You already know. Yeah, I've been on. I've been on. I was on TV twice. So you already know you're susceptible to the camera. I posted it on Instagram because I'm like, this is fucking funny. Like, I'm busted. Like, who gives a fuck? Chalmers, if you want to write a second paragraph to your letter, you got lots of space. <laughs> in that this next letter is going to be about the stupidity of actually doing what you did, <laughs> and Keep knowing going. knowing no, no, that you've already so, been on camera. The anyways, climax. that's what she yeah, said. Yeah. So right. blows up. Whatever. So. Okay, now we're into the game. I've got a t- potentially 250 bucks US coming my way if this if this pulls I mean, off. That's reason to stand. So, well, here's the thing. So, Flames score their first. I it was the, the how many goals did they score? Two. It doesn't matter. They oh yeah, they had a goal call back. How that's many times why. did you stand up? Well, they had a goal call back. <laughs> they got a, they had a goal call back, and oh, okay. that's that why I didn't I didn't stand for that, that one. Heartbreaking. I didn't stand for that one. So they got a goal call back. I didn't stand for that one. Roly and my my other buddy Johnny, who is obviously a good friend, he was so nice to invite me on this trip to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're standing up and they're looking for high fives, <laughs> like they're like, and I'm I'm just sitting down and I'm like, oh, like, and I feel bad, like I I just didn't want to like let Roly down because like he's he's done so much for us. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck, I've got a bet on this game, whatever. So the game's getting intense, and now Calgary gets back into it and scores. 
So now I'm pumped because I'm thinking with my fucking wallet. So I, I stand up and I give Johnny, the guy who invited me, Nux. Because he knows I bet on the game. So I did give him Nux. And that is clear because that was caught on fucking television. You didn't see me high five the five Flames fans in front of me. Because they were there. Or, you know, get photos with the guys that were in the section over with the helmets and the glasses that got on. Uh, fuck, I think TSN picked them up and Spit and Chicklets picked them up. So that was the, that's all of the context of why you saw what you saw. The reason why I was there was business. The way for me to be engaged in the game because I was watching the Flames play the Vegas Golden Knights, none of the teams of which are the Oilers, was to bet on a game. And Chalmers, mm. you are a guy who bets on things. Yeah. You can respect. And that was the only way to bring me into the game. So I didn't sit there and just seem like an absolute lump while I'm being hosted by such gracious people. So you're saying that the optics are bad, but everything involved. <laughs> well, horrific. Yeah. But there's there's context and there's a backstory. So like that's why I wanted to come and provide the why. Like That's why I was there. And so it was, it was very, like I said, it was, it was a fucking strike. It took me, I had to sleep on the decision to even go on the trip, but then I had to fucking shake my head and be like, God damn it, Jay, like you're running a business and you're getting set up with a, with an opportunity to actually make some important connections. If we're going to make this thing as big as we want it. And you are more than Oilers nation. And that's, and, and, and that's, and that's the bittersweet thing of the position I'm in is that I have to actually go and represent other nation sites and and that's maybe why all of them are not as awesome as Owen because ninety nine percent of my focus <laughs> Bag is milk's here. crying tears of blood right now. <laughs> hey, I've been trying hard. Come on, man. Well, but it's true. Yeah. No, no, I get and it. It's because we're all here, and we're 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 we are we are Oilers fans first, and that's the struggle. Yeah. But like early on in the company, our greatest joy was our checks to Leafs writers to Flames writers would say OilersNation.com limited. So everyone fucking knew where their money came from. Yeah. I do get the betting part. And I get becoming the fan of just a intense hockey game. I do. I really, really do. And I respect you for not... Do you still have the jersey and the hat that they gave you? Well, I'm, we're going to give it away to a Flames Nation reader. Very nice. Who's it signed by? Giordano. It's a Geo jersey. Oh, cool. We call him Geo. Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was really particular or it was peculiar, I should say, when I was in the basement and I found a whole box full of Giordano faces. Once again, oh, Jay, partnership puts, really. Jay puts those on and talks to himself yeah. in the mirror and is like, hey, Gio. I'm Gio. I just want to look like him. Anyways, I mean, I want to be more mad, but. Well, those are the facts. And, and yeah. you can be mad. And the one thing I'll tell you, and we're about to find out on this trip is that they create such an intense sporting environment that like I was, I got fucking into that. Granted, I bet on it. So mm. I was financially vested, but like I got into that game because just like the intensity they throw your way. What like, was it? What was the split in fans in that game? Oh, fuck. It was 60, 40, 70, no, 30. It was like probably 90, 10. Oh, Vegas got a good showing. Oh, it, I just thought dude, everybody travels to Vegas. I, right? I will t- I'll, I will tell you one thing. The support for Vegas is insane. We went to a golf course. All of the staff on their shirts had a Golden Knights logo on it. Everyone, our, every, everyone was a Golden Knight. Anyone who dealt with us, once they found out they were Canadian, they're talking about the Golden Knights and how they love them. It was, it's fucking insane how, how they've, they've uh, infiltrated that city. 
And wait till wait till you wait till you see the best part of that game was the pregame. And I will not say why, because, but fuck, would you see it? It's gamesmanship at its finest. I want to know: was there any bit of the reaction that stung? Because one of my favorites were <laughs> the partners of the nation coming out, like our friends at Sherwood Ford, oh, threatening to take the truck away. I loved it. Uh, Explorer Edmonton jumped in. Everybody was in the mix. So I was curious what you were thinking of the feedback, considering at first, I'm looking through your Twitter right now as we're doing this. My Twitter explodes. I heard, still I heard Indochino's got a red suit ready for you. Oh, excellent. With your measurements, too. Absolutely, they do. Jay's measurements are on file. In <laughs> With yellow stitching? That's right. With maybe yeah. a Geo 5 on the back? <laughs> yeah. I just find it interesting how your reactions went from fake news, somebody found my body double and is trying to extort me, tweeted on March 7th, <laughs> Into I've got a good explanation, and I will defend myself on real life podcast on Monday. So there was a there was a change, yeah, from your side as well. So, I, I hey, I loved what all of our partners did. Like I loved that they jumped on me because like if that was any one of you in this room, I would have <laughs> just come at you so heavy. So I loved it. So I thought I didn't think this was going to be a, as big of a thing as it was. And that's why I was just like saying fake news, having fun with it. I'm like, holy shit, like this isn't going away. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck, I got to go defend myself. So I just started embracing it. And so I was being very quiet and just taking all of my abuse. But Fat Dad, 69 on Twitter, was relentless. So I had to call him out because he admitted to watching the game. There was plenty other things you could watch on fucking television that's better than a Flames game. But yet there he is watching it. And finds me. Gotcha. He got me. So you now know. So you know how they always have like every time something funny happens in the stands, that person, they have like a top 10 on Sports Center, right? Like yeah. the top 10 fan moments or something like that, right? And those people all obviously feel probably pretty embarrassed by what happened to them. You feel any embarrassment or no? No, because you know what? Like I just. We get it. It's for the business. No, I didn't. You sold your soul. I was like, "Hey, catch me! I'm sitting in this seat. Make sure you catch me, and I'm gonna high five everyone." Um, No, no, I I loved it because, like, I just love the reaction. Like, that's what fucking that's what being part of the nation is. Is we are passionate fans about our team, and if anyone wrongs us, we fucking attack. And I loved it. Was there any part of your Flames fandom that led to you (laughs) not throwing your hat on the ice after a hat trick? Was there was that in there at all, or? Well, what's funny is your hat was. Where's that hat from? It's called the Old Company. Odd Company. It's Odd a, Company. It's our buddy's brewery that he's opening. Yeah, yeah. So he loved. It. He messaged me he's like, yeah. "Hey, man, I got some shirts for you." I'm like, "Cause remember, I was, I didn't, I just wore neutral stuff because I wasn't gonna wear Oilers Nation stuff in front of being hosted. I just felt I was disrespectful." What do you think, Wanya? You've been quiet. I mean, what can you do? That's why I'm kind of stuck here yeah, now. Too. It is what it is. Hey, everyone's entitled. I've I've now informed everyone. It's not this. It's not this crazy story. It was a legit reason. I got fucking busted, and that's why. And either it's going to work for you or it's not, and I can live with that. Should we just go to our top ten funny fan moments? <laughs> do you remember the one where the basketball little lady was looking at a phone in the fourth row and it took her face right off? <laughs> <laughs> or the big, strong, burly man who couldn't get the top off the What would be bottle? funny is if I actually saw us on camera and if I did some weird reaction. Like looking like, for your phone like under your caught, seat and being, being like, oh, like your side piece at a game. 
I feel like you wanted me to be harsher on him. No, I think you did a really good job. Oh, your 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 letter was very scathing. Yeah. And you brought in moose jaw into it, taco in a bag. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I did not invent taco in a bag, but I am I am positive someone you invented in it to us. It. I, well, I brought I brought it saying I found this in moose jaw. Everyone's got to try it. Mm-hmm. Never claimed. I I I've discovered it as a, as an Edmontonian for Edmontonians. Do you think he would have? So do you think he would have been mad at you if you would have been like, I always cheer for home teams, and just put on a Vegas jersey. As a hockey fan, in football, I'll cheer for any team. Yeah. Well, I'm a Browns fan, but you are I, not. I'm not as an intense football fan as I'm a hockey fan. I won't cheer for any other team. When did you become a Browns fan? Uh, in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, you're a legion. I've always changed. been, I've always been admiring them from afar because they suffer like Oilers fans do. And that resonates with me. I understand the suffering. Was there like... A flame that really captivated your attention while you were enjoying the game. Well, I okay. Well, I'll be honest. Uh, as a fan of, as an old school fan of the game who likes the sex and violence, Dalton Prout was playing, and I was hoping him and Reeves would fight. No scraps. No scraps. Reeves ran over Giordano. Ran him over. They love Reeves in Vegas. Holy shit! I want to pivot a little bit because, we, like you said, we're going to Vegas. Yep. Did you get to see the area where we will be sitting? I did. I was sitting actually right below it. So we're in like a what would you how would you describe it? Like a party zone? Yeah. So we're in a so they've got so it's called the flight deck and they've got it broken out into two zones. We'll call it the no fun zone and then the fun zone. And we're in the fun zone and it's all inclusive booze and food. Mm. And so we will be on the uh attack zone twice for the oilers. Which is great. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be a good, good time. It's going to be a great look, much like what you get from our friends at Indochina. Moanye, if you need a new suit. Smooth. Thank you. (laughs) I've been working on these. That's good. If you need a new suit, you can go to our friends at Indochino. And the way it works is you choose your style, Chalmers. We talked about this last week. Do you remember? I do. You got your notes? Yep. You choose your style. You customize your suit. You get measured up. Either do it online, go in in the showroom, any of the showrooms. Then your measurements remain on file the next time you need a suit. Buzz them, fire them an email. Hey, I need a fresh suit. Flames are making the playoffs. I need a <laughs> celebratory red suit. Hit the red mile. Indo- oh, fuck. You are going to have such a good time on the red mile. We're unreal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got family messaging me being like, so what, what, what's, what's going on? When did this happen? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're being tricked by the internet, all of you. It's just amazing. Like, I'm getting emails from like my banker's email. Like, so what's going on with this? Like, are you a Flames fan? Like, it fucking it caught fire. Like, I posted a silly video of me and my Oilers jersey yesterday at the ODR, and it got like fifteen thousand views. I was just looking at it. Fifteen thousand views on that thing now. Jeez, take that beat cast. Yeah, crush the beat cast. <laughs> crush the beat cast. Fortunately, my heart remains pure. <laughs> Go see our friends at Indochino. Get measured up. Get yourself a new suit because you want to look great. It's wedding season. It's wedding season around the corner. Oh. Flames playoff runs around the corner for Jay. Yeah, I might, I might have a, a job interview with the Flames after this. Maybe uh, successful this trip was. Indochino.com. Go there now. They have got showrooms all over the country. Get yourself measured up. Get looking good. Get looking fresh. You're going to love it. Chalmers, there's your black suit, buddy. Can't wait. It's going to look great. Yeah, I can't wait. We should find a way to get Chalmers a black suit out of this deal. 
Absolutely. I feel like he deserves it. I yeah, agree. That'd be nice. Bag milk? Yes. Can you make that happen? I'd, uh, I will talk to their account executive. <laughs> Chalmers gets an Indochino suit and somebody else who was going to get the suit has to go naked. Make sure you put in the parentheses. He's really short. And so you won't have to use that as much material. So why? Well, and they're, they're going to measure you up. They'll notice. They'll be like, oh, they're like, oh, cool. it's only a half roll or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half suit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do now? I don't know. I don't How know. How many more minutes we got Are left? Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> about 30? Oh, okay. oh, half an hour. Perfect. Yeah. Spent, I couldn't think of anything else with this. Well, it's this funny. letter going around in my head. Well, it's it's funny. It's I'm not getting, funny. I, I, well, Chalmers is the guy that comes on the podcast to explicitly talk about other sports yeah. and the Oil Kings. Yeah. And he's the one that's deeply offended by all of this. Because I thought, I, I mean, you're honestly, you're my, one of my oldest friends. Like, oh, yeah, I know. From, you know, and... What's funny about Jr. is he used to always be kind of a chameleon in school. You could walk into school and he'd be hanging with the Dungeons and Dragoners, and he'd be like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, just finishing my role, man." And you're like, "What are you thinking?" We used to call him the well, I don't know, King of the Nerds. Remember, you just knew everybody, and everybody loved him. I've now I see how it's working for him in business, but it's just it's. Thank well, God it was the business angle, though. I don't know what else I could. Oh, it, it had to, it had to be it had to be now like that that's the thing like imagine I was dumb enough to wear a flames jersey. Like, yeah. Imagine I did that. Yeah. That would like fuck. I would be done. That but w- I my moral compass told me Jay, do not do that. Having you caught on TV, oh, fist bumping after a Flames goal was <laughs> arguably one of my favorite things that's happened to the uh, nation in a long time. The legs this thing got on social media. We're talking like almost a week now. And I'm I'm looking at now. Fat Dad is still aggressively hitting you, Jay. Oh, I know. I, I, I anytime I check my phone, I've got twenty plus mentions. So, did you on any platform explain yourself other than this one today? No, so still, I, I, I just kept saying I'll explain myself today because it's tough to do it over. No, of course. I man, if it was me, I would have been like sitting at the craps table with my best friend Matt Chuck, and I would have been uh, sitting there like replying on any picture. I was I, I didn't mean to do it. I was lost with the phone. I'd come up with like seven different excuses. I, I want to shout out Brad Stepanko for his support during all of this, <laughs> and also our boy Kale. They were both very supportive and believed. You know in me that I, I did, I did it for the right reasons and I'm not never crossed to the other side. Did Thank any you, part boys. of you like want to do just a heel turn when you saw the, the reaction, <laughs> maybe you take a selfie with Matt Kachuk, just go the, go dive all in. Oh, fuck. well, I, that's if, if I did that, I don't, I don't think there's any coming back. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I get, I, I don't think I could dig myself out of that hole. It would have been. I'd funny. be. I would be Mark the Kingslayer for the rest of my life. Could <laughs> never shake that name. Kingslayer. Game of Thrones coming back in April, baby. Uh, again, just again, our our friend Fat Dad here. I'm looking now, Jay. I see in the last 15 minutes at least four or five interactions from Fat Dad towards you, accusing you of uh, all kinds of shenanigans. Fat Dad is he's 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 on the case, my friend. <laughs> we'll try to find more. Try to find any other other times I've repped the flames. Now, fat chance. On April sixth, which is a Saturday, we are packing a bus full of nation citizens and we are heading down to Calgary. Will this feel awkward for you, being on a bus full of legitimate Oilers fans like myself? 
do you feel like you have to fit in a little bit now? Gonna or sing like, a little louder when the sing-alongs on the bus, or yeah, I have to make sure I bring my A game. So like, oh, he's, yeah. at least he's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, there you go. There you have it. Closing arguments. Egg milk. You buying it? I don't know, man. I get the business angle. I Chalmers? understand. I mean, he kind of neutered my whole thing with the business angle. It was pretty much the only angle it could have been. It's just, I know he's going to Vegas literally this weekend, so I didn't know why he would have been there the weekend before. And so, yeah, I don't know. I get it. I get it. Rick, finger in the air. One, if you agree. Two, if you don't. Always give him the finger. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's got wobbles. Uh, Jared? Yeah. I don't know. We were discussing this upstairs, Wanya, and it's it's a split decision. It's a split decision. Well, you we boys- also feel like Jay had uh, five days or so to prepare his statements. And his narrative, because we knew we were going to be doing this on the Real Life Podcast. Today. I came down with no notes, except for I want to make sure I called out Fat Dad for watching the game. <laughs> Flames equal bad. That's, yeah. That's all I had for notes. Just remember to chirp Fat Dad, because he has been relentless. So do you want me to change the subject to something that's more fun for myself? No, no, we got to clean this up here and finish right, it off. We got we to have the tribal oh, ruling th- here. Oh, okay. Well, you're doing well. You are doing okay. well, oh, Thank you. Well, we'll see how social media takes to it. That's the ultimate test. Yeah. If you're listening to this, please give us your reactions. Tweet at Nation Real Life or any of our personal accounts. We'll be sure to spread those around. Knowing how hard you guys have worked at the business and just at everything you do, it's hard for me to poo-poo the idea that he was there for the sake of the business. Because if I tell him, if I say something like, well, I don't care about your your fucking business, like have some goddamn pride in yourself. You know, then I mean... What you know kind what of I, advice is that to somebody, right? Like, you know, sure, your your pride's not going to pay the bills at the end of the day. You, you know what I love? My boy my boy Johnny Winwick, who was with me, came to Twitter and back-checked for me, saying, like, Jay's been showing his true, like, support for the Oilers throughout this whole thing. He didn't even wear the jersey he was giving him, and he went to my defense, and then Twitter turns on him and says that he's my burner account. <laughs> that was funny. Surprise, so, surprise somebody from the old West 1796 knew how, how to use Twitter. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Uh, yeah, thank you, Johnny, Johnny. again. I also that. appreciated uh, the fact that you tweeted out your Oilers toiletry bag. Yeah. With the barn doors open. Yeah, I just made it where I'm trying to defend myself. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'll show everyone my fucking shaving kit. And then, yeah, photo, look. Oh, my God, my fly's undone. And it looks like uh, one Jason Strudwick is the one that called you on that. Well, he was chirping me. He's like, nice pants. I'm like, your flies undone in the photo? They're fucking shorts, man. They're my golf <laughs> oh shorts. Oh, my God. Coming from the guy who's got Z-Worst style, he needs into Chino in a bad way is Jason <laughs> Strudwick. <laughs> Check him out. His jeans are older than most of the people that read the nation. Part of me, though, when I saw the photo, to be honest, thought you might be honey dicking all of us with your... Oilers toiletry bag and your fly undone as if you were trying to present and distract. Oh, it's like your buddy, your buddy sends you that text being like, oh man, I got this really bad rash. Oh, sorry to hear. Do you want to see it? And you say yes. And it's this guy showing his arm with a rash and then his big hammer beside his arm. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, also, Jason Greger jumped into the mix. Oh, God, yeah. Asking if you were going to support a different local business as opposed to Oodle Noodle, which we all love. Oh, respect. You didn't even name check him. That's right. That's yeah. 
<laughs> he was embarrassing. Who who made the mo- movie poster as well? That was fucking brilliant too. Yeah, that was great. The that Photoshops. was my boy. Uh, oh shit. What movie poster? Which one? That was the guy that reached out like three episodes episodes ago oh. and talked. Suede, no, just what Danger mo- Suede. Da- yes, yes, Danger yes, Suede. Like that. I'm gonna find no it. avatar, no career messages. But he and I are chatting, and then he whipped that up for you. That was good. I suck at picking. Stepped in. Oh, I suck at picking was just awesome. Yeah, the 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 photoshops are great. The reactions are great. The just the vitriol that got sent. You hey, out. I love it. I love all of your passion because you did the right thing. That's right. I love it. What movie was the poster from? Tinker Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, popular one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, we'll find it for you. This one's also good where he puts my head uh, with, who is that? Fucking Mike Smith and some other guy. <laughs> yeah. That, that one's obvious Photoshop. The other ones are, you know, decent. Yeah. They always use good pictures of you. I like notice that. Yeah, the I suck at picking ones that put you on the red mile during the playoff run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. He was going all in on that. Speaking of being a fan behind enemy lines, Wanye, or did you go to the Toronto game on Saturday? Yep. What was that like in there? Was it like, was it as annoying to be in there as it was on TV? No, it's fine. I, I prefer to watch a game with like real fans of another team than fake Oilers fans or of late empty chairs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I will guarantee you 90% of those yelly, mouthy assholes that went in there in their blue will come back the next day in their Connor McDavid jersey. I don't know. Like around us was all uh, basically all Leafs fans and it wasn't a single normal person. What'd you think of the three nothing game? Who cares? Three, two. Yeah. It was three nothing. I mean, at this stage of the game, those two don't count. If you go and watch an entertaining game and you can cheer, I think that's about as much as you're going to get. Yeah. If, well, if, if Anderson Anderson stood on his head, like he robbed Drysaddle twice there, like yes. those normally go in, or at least one of them does. Like that 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 changes. The I game. I noticed like I've noticed the last couple games, which I think everybody's noticed, but just how much of a difference Cassian makes when he's like playing with his hair on fire, and he's like drawing penalties. Physically impossible. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, touche. <laughs> but then to see our, our boy Dr. Hansen come out and reiterate something that he told us a while ago with the fact that he was he's a top line forward. And like he shows it, man. Like he when he's put in a position like that, he he can drive a game. Connor, he yeah. can drive the momentum of a game. Like I understand it's with Connor. Yeah. I do. But when he's not just like dwindling on the fourth line, you know, he, yeah. he comes up, he steps up for the games. Like he always struggled with consistency, but it seems like the of recent, uh, he's been he's been playing somewhat consistent. But he's one player who isn't the most skilled player on the team who can win a game for you or lose it in the opposite way. Like if he goes crazy and starts taking penalties and the whole team starts playing stupid, I just feel like people feed off of him. Like oh yeah, he I brings don't know. energy. It's, he runs around, hits guys. Yeah, so you know he will nice fight. Like he is an energy guy, and he's got. He's got elites, like top-end speed. Elite might be aggressive, but top-end speed. He's got hands. He can shoot. But yeah, I don't mind putting him with Connor. So because I rely on you guys for this, mostly you, Bag Milk, this is my weekly check-in on how our playoff you know, percentage is right now. Last I looked, it was about 3.6. Yeah. It's that was before good, right? Saturday's loss. Yeah. So... The tough part we talked about on Oilers Nation Radio on Friday is that even on the four-game win streak, they weren't gaining any ground. No. Teams they were chasing were all winning as well. Yeah. yeah. 
that's that's a tough spot to be in. The boys are playing well. Best they've played in a while. But not to make any ground. It's tough. It's funny. People like that know that I do this. They ask me, they're like, what do you think we're going to make the playoffs? Like, do we still have a chance? Like, I fucking know or something. I'm like, I don't know. I'll tell you after Monday when Beg Milk tells me, because I have no idea. But so it's nice that you give us a check in because I can't do the math on that kind of stuff. I You're looking knew. for some good news. Yeah. Boy Nuge. Yeah. New career high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 58 points now. Handsome devil. Good for him. I'm so happy for that guy. And I can't wait to see how he finishes the season. Yeah, I can't. I look forward to seeing him in Vegas on Saturday. I also look forward to uh, it is Danger Suede Wanye that sent us these photoshops of Jay. And the quotes he used on this one specifically, we're going to throw these up on Nation Real Life on, on social media as well. The best. Uh, one of them up top is definitely not a squee from a drunk Oilers fan. Embarrassing. Jason Greger. Launch him to Red Deer. Eric Johnson, friend of the network, kind of ticking me off a little bit. Yelly guy from Sherwood Ford. <laughs> Yelly guy. It's just great. Great stuff. The community came through and just these photoshops are the best. I know we roundabout circle there, but hilarious. Since we last talked to, Jason's got one more. He's he, now at he's 19. Got two, oh, oh, yeah. No, at, doesn't he have two more? He he's like, at 19. He was 19. at 18 last time we ah. talked. Yeah, so he's inching away because what I say? 28? He's still got this. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's got a chance. I believe. I think he'll get 20 now, which is five higher than my 15 prediction from the beginning of the year. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, you were aggressive. Yeah, I was still, well, I was aggressive. I went 27, I think. Respect that. Yeah. So he's got time. Yep. He's got to go on a little bit of a roll, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, you, do we think that uh, our boy Reader will get a goal before the end of the year? Let's put a bet. Let's, this is the most I, <sighs> excited I am for any type of bet between us. Will he score this year? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. I'm going to say no. Probably in the last period of the last game of the season. <laughs> How many games do we have left? Uh, today's game 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay, so 13 games left. Yep. To get one goal. To get one goal. He is. He's uh, had, and he's played in 54. So not all of them, but. Yeah, I say no. What do you say? No. Yes. So team bets here. What should we bet? Let's actually make it interesting for once. So what? Bag Milk believes he will score? Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to get so one. So it's us two against you two? Yeah, your side of the table versus ours. So what's a good uh, punishment? I don't know. Jared, think about something. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us what to do. Just throw <laughs> it, throws it over to Jared. Yeah, throws it over to Jared. I mean, I don't know. I'm not creative enough for a quick on the fly uh, bet. Yeah. I just think about the money. Maybe uh, the losing team pierces their belly buttons? Oh, God, no. <laughs> So, Clark, I mean, I look great in a crop top, but uh, something really dangly and shiny. I was trying to find Gregor's got a really interesting tweet that Reader is actually on a historical run. I'm trying to find the exact with 11 stat. assists. No, he's he's going to be he could be. The player who has played the most games, gotten the most shots on goal without actually scoring since 2012. Yeah, so I want that to happen and then him score. Who holds this previous? Does he Craig say in his- Adams. Craig Adams. Yeah. Craig so, Adams uh, was a good player, wasn't he? Yeah, so Craig Adams had 84 shots. That's the longest run of playing, you know, X number of games without a goal. And Reader is at 76 right now. So there's a chance. Six more shots without a goal. Make a historical run. Then he comes through with a big clutch goal for us. Yeah. The boys should be setting him up for uh, one tease so he can get that shot count up. Maybe Wanya is on a historic word count 
today. Low one. Let's take a break. Real life podcast. Back reader. after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at SumoJerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high-quality, handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. At the break, interesting shit was happening, as it always does. Chalmers was talking football, which really is neither here nor there, but... Well, because there was breaking news that Nick Foles signed a... $82 million contract. The Nick Foles. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Child Nick of Foles. Mr. and Mrs. Foles. Yep. Good for him. Anyways, with Jacksonville. Jacksonville million. has an NFL team? Oh, yeah. Good for them. Do you know who owns it is Shad Khan. You probably know who he is. He's He owns like a Premier League football team, but he made his money in tech, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. He's an interesting guy. So what's the, you're saying at the break, there's a playbook to get off an NFL team. What's that look like? Well, so a, some, a lot of players are ruining their franchises right now because it's kind of like the, there's a playbook for, I, I guess, athletes these days that are in their 20s. And they figured out that when you have a team that is owned by old men who don't really understand the impact of social media, that these players can pretty much do what they want by making a huge mess on social media. They go out and like Antonio Brown has been quiet for years. He he hasn't been your stereotypical diva wide receiver. He just kind of did it, was the best in the league in, in the league and did it quietly for, you know, the team of the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers, which has, you know, one of the longest running ownerships, you know, just a reputable, reputable franchise. And all of a sudden they lose Le'Veon Brown. But what they did was they they have a policy of not signing players before they're due. You know, it's like they they stand strong by it. And they did it for Ben Roethlisberger. They broke their policy and they gave him money. And, you know, that's, it created a huge divide in their locker room, I believe. And then Le'Veon Bell's asking for money and he's grossly underpaid and they hold him out. They don't give it to him. Now Antonio Brown is unhappy with the whole structure of their team and wants out. You can't just say, I want out and just, they'll trade you. You're the best player in the league. They need you. Pronger did it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's different in football, though. There's. Well, there wasn't really social media then anyway. So. No. What are your, so, so what did Antonio Brown do? So what he did was he went on basically like a, a two-week media tour right now. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, dyed his hair. He's become he like. dyed his mustache. He dyed his mustache. Yeah. Actually, blonde and he's. Yeah, Anyways, he's become guy. very he, very out front of everything. Social media, he makes a huge mess. He just says all this shit about the team. You know, he goes on all these different interview platforms like ESPN. He's doing every interview they'll ask him to do, which he never used to do. And he just like half the time he looks high. 
have to think he's just he's he's making a mess you know in in he's making himself as, toxic as, yeah he's making himself toxic yeah. and it really screws the team because now the team's like everybody knows that they have to get rid of him his value to that team's gone way down they don't want him back because of the things he's saying and so another team's like gets a deal and he so the bills wanted him and they were going to i felt they were going to punish him by sending him to the bills and he has power enough because of his contract to say no. He said no to the trade. Yeah. So then they're like, okay, well. So like, ultimately, he makes a huge, huge mess. He gets the money he wants, and he gets the location he wants. And it's just, it's crazy to me that that can happen these days. He gets to go to Oakland now, where he wanted to be. You know? It's, it's weird. Football, hey, bag milk? Love that football. You got to play skin. football. Four downs yeah. in the States now, hey? Only three up here. Well, that's the exchange rate. That's how you got to do it. <laughs> you guys ever even given it a chance? Football? Yeah, football. <laughs> no, soccer, bag milk. Yes, football. I've watched a game or two. I would sooner watch butter melt in the microwave for four hours. You guys have a morning. Canadian contingent of fans that are not, that don't care about ESPN. That you could start a nation network of football teams. You can even do the CFL. I mean, do the CFL have... You're going to be our lead writer. How dare you suggest such a silly thing? Eskimos? Eskimos Nation? I mean, if that's a bad idea, then I don't know what good ideas are. This is where I will sell out to Edmonton. I am a Rough Riders fan. Yeah, I knew that, though. It's one of the things I didn't know about you. I'm just saying it's like, uh, you know... It's a run of behavior cheering for teams outside of Edmonton. Rough Riders, Flames. Yeah, it's uh-huh. it show warriors. Anyways, Football. so yeah, that's how I think that's how I think that there's there's a playbook. And like, I don't know, LeBron kind of screws his teams over every year. And I was reading about LeBron on the weekend and how he's like completely changed his personality in LA. And like he's throwing his younger teammates under the bus. Oh god. Well, there yeah, was that clip bad. of him on Instagram. The other, like, what was that, a week ago where his teammate introduced himself to him on the court? He's like, hey, I'm Alex or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, another guy, like, pushed him into the place. So Kyle Kuzma yeah, pushed yeah. him into the place so he would play D. It's, yeah. uh, he's just, I mean, he's, uh, it's smart, though. He, if he's played, I don't know the exact numbers, but if he's played, like, 14 seasons in the NBA, because of all of his playoff games, it's more like 16 seasons. And, like, his body, it's the first time he's been injured, really. Like, mm-hmm. that was a major injury this year. Mm-hmm. And so he's... Probably like this team isn't going to make it. He always kind of turns it on for, you know, a playoff push or a playoff run. That's not going to happen this year. So, I mean, I can see why he's kind of just like sitting back. I think he just went to a team with a bunch of kids. But be a good teammate. Yeah, don't be classless. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's my well, and that's the thing is so he, I don't think he's he made went, the finals eight consecutive seasons. I don't think his legacy was to go in there and turn a bunch of kids around. Within a month of being there, he had them all on a, a trade block for Anthony Davis and it blew up in his face you know like imagine stepping on the court with four kids that you just tried to trade and the media knew about it no no but it's a long game goal for him he's not thinking about this season he's thinking about next season the season after that and finishing his career maybe in four seasons with LA with his production company firmly planted there his Uh, marketing er, and his uh, agency there like doing it for the business it's a long term Uh. a long-term play for him this season is just nobody's gonna remember this season in the middle of next season for him uh 16 seasons for lebron chalmers wow hmm. yeah so he's like he's played 18 because he played a lot, a lot of playoff of mileage games. a lot of mileage 
A lot of mods. Well, we like, got to talk about. Uh, well, sorry, I'm I'm talking to Jared while I'm interrupt Chalmers. Yeah. Uh, Bag milk had a topic we had to uh, to cover uh, based on a Wanye tweet. Yeah. So over the weekend, some of the local scribes going on about how the Edmonton Oilers may have already found their guy in Keith Gretzky. Uh, Jim Matheson from the Journal said, "Count me among those who think that he should get the gig," or something similar to that. Paraphrasing, and then Wanya, you tweeted, "Is there even going to be a search?" And I thought that was interesting. Did you read the Levin's article? Levin's article? No, I read the summaries because I find those to be much more entertaining. So he lists like I think nine reasons why Keith Gretzky should be GM. I did see one that is is because he's here already. And his number one reason, I don't know if they were like in order of importance or in the order which they came out of his brain, but it was just that he works here already and he's already under pay. Like, <laughs> and it costs of, even though people are saying we need to clean house, it costs a lot of money to clean house. So that we started there. Throughout the rest of the article, he proceeds to say what Daryl Cates is thinking in his mind, but spelt his name wrong the entire time. And the journal editing staff are like, yep, two R's and Daryl, right? And so, like, I'm reading this, and I'm just like, this guy was ordered to say this, right? And then Matheson comes out, and I'm starting to feel bad for Matheson because he's clearly towing the company line, and every time he tweets something, his replies are savage, right? And it's like calling on people calling on him to retire, people calling on him to quit, right? Yeah. And... Just the timing of the narrative of like these two drum beaters coming out and being like Keith Gretzky's the interim GM. Like, I think it's been hard. It's probably been harder for Keith Gretzky to be Keith Gretzky than if his name was Keith Jones. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? No doubt. But if you follow his career around, the narrative that he's a self made man is bullshit. Yeah. He didn't go to the Coyotes till Wayne was an owner. He didn't go over to Boston until a little bit later on. There was some sort of tie-in with Team Canada. I can't remember what it was. He got hired here a few months before Gretzky came aboard. So clearly this was part of the deal. He sat at Chirelli's arm while this motherfucker handcuffed the franchise financially. And him and Hewson, the capologist, nodded sagely while all these decisions were being made. And I think, like, if you don't actually go and look for another GM that's outside of Keith Gretzky, I think we're just, like, tripling down on our problems. And I, in reading fans, I don't see any support out there for this move at all. And it's sad, on the one hand, because Keith Gretzky, for all I know, is, like, an amazing guy, and he's a And he very well could GM. be the guy for the yeah. job. But chances are he would have already had a chance somewhere. Well, but in three weeks ago, I asked, I said, are you guys not fearful that he makes a couple good moves like he did? They showed a word. Well, first of all, he didn't make any good moves. He just didn't fuck up as badly as Chirelli. And the bar is no, set subterraneanly. I, 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 I would say he did okay. I, I, would. No, I would say he got rid of, I mean. Well, gonna, Spooner Talbot. for Gagne, like look at the impact that's had yeah. on the team. Like that was, that we got rid of yeah, toxic no, waste and brought in a very good story. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had to trade Talbot, Talbot which yeah. sucked. Uh, and there could be potential with Stolars. So. I don't, I don't like, but like in terms of the work that needs to be done to reshape this lineup. Oh yeah. yeah neither but, of those deals are significant oh, no, no. enough, but like it's, to suggest to me that he has what it takes yeah. to go out and make big moves. But considering we lost the last six trades we did, it was sure. just nice to but like, again, better than, no, that, but, that's over. What, but that's what he makes a couple of good th- things that no. don't suck. As you would yeah, say better, better than Chirelli does not make you qualify. No, 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 no,
like to talk to like the Mathesons of the world. Now is not the time to lie to fans is we are sour and we are going to, our bullshit meters are on fucking high sensitivity and we can sense that crap. And so you, we know that it's, it's coming from somewhere else and it's shameless how the writers do as they're told. Yeah. Because now, and people call it out all the time. Like she is a genius said the media. And then like two weeks before he left, it's like, she is not a genius, yeah. which means people are telling people within the organization are telling the media to throw the GM. under. But the how bus. much power yeah. can a media member have if they don't play ball? Five media guys banding together to create a narrative will absolutely be bought by most people. Sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. This is the danger of the time we live in, right? Yep. Yeah. Like you see Jay in the stands and he's clapping for the flames and like and everybody. Fat guy 69 does good media work. Everybody knows <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. Right. But pile onto the bandwagon, right? And like a narrative can be created super fast now. And like what's true and what isn't true doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? And I think that like it's easier now than ever to do that type of shit. So when I'm watching the others be like, what really pisses me off about this GM search is when they're saying things like we've laughed about it before, but like the other GMs were talking to them. And like, oh, other GMs think that uh, interim GM Keith Gretzky is doing a good job. What of course, the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? Looking to other t- like the Oilers just look like like Nicholson. I'm sure you're a nice guy. And I'm sure that your burger's delicious and your wife's book about the Oilers, all however ill voiced was good. But you look like a bitch talking about how the other teams think your interim GM is doing a good job and how talking to the other teams of the NHL is going to be part of your GM search and how you admit that you didn't even really look for a GM before Chia became available and you just like snapped at it. Yeah. I think it's just like amateur hour. Yep. And I think that by doubling down on Keith Gretzky, we've learned nothing. Yeah. Nothing. We've learned less than nothing. And then what's going to happen, I think, I fear, with the obtuseness of the OEG right now, is that like this summer, the, sh- the suites aren't going to renew. And then this summer, a lot of season ticket holders aren't going to renew. Not a lot, like relative to the overall number, most season ticket holders will renew. But like a terminal decline of like a business or a terminal decline of a fan base or something like that, it's not a hundred one morning and zero the next. Right. It's like then this happened and then they lost this and then this happened and then they lost this and then this happened. And like if it weren't for Connor right now, I couldn't imagine how the new arena would be full. Yeah. Right. And despite the fact that they've got these wonderful guys, it shouldn't be that hard to go and do a fucking GM search that's legitimate and not be like, well, we talked to the other guys in class and they all agree. The answer is C. What? I think there's I think there's fear. I think they're scared to hire someone who probably is very good and fear that they're going to want the people that hired them gone. So it's unfair to Keith Gretzky. I agree with you because Keith Gretzky, who's worked his entire career to this point. And again, it would suck to be Keith Gretzky. Yep. Right. Because when you're little, uh, a guy I was talking to, we'll get to him best the worst, but my boy, uh, my boy, Josh and I were talking. He's like, I remember one time it's like 1986 and we went to a nightclub. We couldn't get in. Keith Gretzky walked to the front of the line, said, do you know who I am? I'm Wayne Gretzky's brother. The guy goes, great, bring Wayne and you can get in. (laughs) Right. That's now our GM. Yeah. Right. And, you know, being afraid to make the wrong decision. You're basically, I don't see how this guy is going to be able to have a winnable situation as GM of the Oilers. 
if he manages to clean up the salary cap issues and 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 make some good plays, I think yeah maybe. But like it's going to be so easy to continue that narrative of the OEG is run by the old boys club yeah. that they're just completely Jesus divorced from reality now, and throwing the poster boy of the old. I'd rather Kevin Lowe come back. Hey. I will never fault Kevin Lowe for what he did in 06. Honest to God. That was some fucking GMing at its finest. But I just think that in an, in an organization that's like plagued by nepotism, in an organization that is on the one hand like afraid of its fans, but at the other hand, on the other hand, like aren't really like that concerned about the fan narrative. Like they don't really care what the fans are saying or they're ignorant to it. I just think it's like a very tone deaf move. And the fact that like on the same day, Levens writes that article and then Matheson puts up that string of tweets. I'm like, you know what? These fuckers have already made the decision. So here's the tweet uh, that from Jim Matheson that kind of kicked things off yesterday. I too joined the chorus of followers of Keith Gretzky. There are no chorus of followers. Let's just start off with that. He dealt with other GMs at the trade deadline. And the strong word was this. He was calm, knew what he wanted, and the other GMs liked his work he should definitely be considered for the vacant job. I've long been of the opinion that you never know exactly what you're getting when the NHL teams hire an assistant GM from another team to be GM. It's like a backup goalie. Do you really know for sure that they can be a starter? I would suggest everything in his body of work (laughs) with Phoenix and with Boston and now with Edmonton would suggest to me he's not qualified for the job. I think you do know what you're getting. Uh, You rode shotgun to the shit show that was bought, like that. The Shrelia boss. At best, he sat at Peter's elbow and watched him make a whole bunch of really bad decisions and didn't raise the alarm. At worst, he was complicit in it. Yeah. And when you've got Houston still here, yeah. and when you've got Mac T, who I dearly love, and you've got Kalo, and you've got Wayne Gretzky, and you've got this fucking crew, you're not changing anything? I agree. It's like Pepsi asking Coke for advice. What do you think, Coke? What do you think of the new Pepsi Light? Oh, you guys are doing a great job. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, keep Wonderful. It Tastes amazing. But that's what makes me like just shake my head is like, wh- what are you doing when you're like, oh, no, no, no. We went to the other teams. Yeah. You expect them to throw you a life vest and not put their foot on your head as you're drowning. We have a buddy, Jay, Chris, bag milk to a lesser degree, but yes. We have a buddy in the NHL <laughs> who works for a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he ever rule by consensus? Is he ever like, well, we're making this move because that other team made that move and we think that they're doing a great job. <laughs> fuck no he keeps everything state secret yeah he doesn't divulge anything anything he doesn't give another team in the league an ounce of respect and he's a winner as evidenced by winning the stanley cup which may and when we tell plan you who we're talking about when we plan trips he if somebody if we speak up against one of his ideas we better have a good reason but does it. he ever go around being like gee whiz i wonder what the other teams are doing. do you think we made a good deal at the debt doesn't give a fuck if he goes to games and he's seeing other scouts or gms or whatever the hell he's not going around seeking consensus no it makes the oilers look weak yep there you go bag milk how do they get out of it fuck well they're gonna pick keith gretzky to be gm i will bet chalmers you want to do some bets i'll bet you keith gretzky's the gm of the oilers i'll bet you i mean i i would love to bet against that but that sounds like a sucker bet to me you don't think it's gonna happen rick really Okay, I'll bet with Rick. Do you think Toby Reader will score? I trust Rick. I hope this is a smokescreen or that they're trying to gauge public opinion and be like, Maddie, fly that up the flag and see how she goes. Yeah. When they brought in Chiarelli and they brought in McClellan, and McClellan I still think was the right guy for the job, but Chia was the wrong guy for the job. 
at least they went off the board and made a decision. Now, they made a horrible decision in light of knowing that I was told that uh, Chiarelli was a Harvard man. And then I realized it was only his undergrad degree mm-hmm. and that his law degree was at the University of Ottawa, which is no Carlton. If there's anyone from Ottawa listening, which there isn't, you'll get that joke. They just picked tragically the wrong dude. But I think now they're going back to the playbook of whoever's going to fix his problems at arm's length because it's the people all around this table that are collectively, collectively going to fix it. And they don't. Well, I have to pose something that might be scary is that maybe they are talking to other GMs and no one wants to come here. That's not true. Everybody in the, there is hundreds but and hundreds you have to of pose people. It. There's hundreds of people who want to be a GM in the NHL. Yeah. The lineup to be the GM of the Oilers is around the block. Okay. Because there's so few jobs. But and you're but, never but, named- but here's the thing. They know what they're joining in terms of the or the, the, yes. the, the top sure, level. Sure, you're getting Connor. No, 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 no. Not what's on the no, ice. No, I understand. Who you're dealing with at the top. Sure. And that might that the, I don't want to deal with that shit. No, I doubt it. I doubt I see it. it's a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. I'm just saying I just want to pull it. It's a hard it. yeah, it's fair. I mean it's a fair statement, but I think like this is like Edmontonians getting extra down on Edmonton, right? Yeah. I, I think that there's so few hockey jobs available, and especially a GM. You're never gonna be hired to be GM when everything's rolling. But if you want to be a GM to make a name for yourself and you know if you come here with how it's all set up, you don't really have that much control. Is it, Do you want to take the opportunity if you're under someone's thumb? Because I don't think you get the latitude here. Maybe. Well, that's That's fair. my concern. That's fair. That is my concern. And that's why they're going to make Keith because it's their guy. Yeah. And they can control Keith. And we can draft Neil Yakupov if we want to. And we're going to be stuck in the same shit we've been stuck in. On the other side of that argument, though, I think that whatever GM comes in has a probably, what, a 95% chance of succeeding or doing more than the last GM did, which Pro- makes them yeah, look better than she has latitude. Yeah, provided he has latitude. Better than she is, not what we're looking for here. And when you look at the Koskinen signing, and then you see how they're like, yeah, no, 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 that was made like ages ago beforehand. Yeah. And then, by everybody. Yeah. And then the next time, like somebody should just do like a side-by-side comparison of Nicholson facts oh. because he's, it's like Trump. He's all over the road. Fucking. He's all over the road. All over the fucking map. Right. And I think that that same, you know, people laugh about like, Oh, the, the OEG hasn't been in charge in years. Or the old boys haven't been in charge in years. I love when we're being that fed that line. Yeah. Because it's just a crock of shit. Bag milk. Yes, sir. That was my best of the week. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it wasn't my best of the week. You just asked me a straight question. All right, let's do best of the worst, though. Jared's got his fingers in the air. Best of the week. Bag milk, you begin. Best of the week is my excitement for this nation trip that we are doing to Vegas on the weekend. It is St. Patrick's Day weekend. We are going to be in Las Vegas with a crew of nation fans, Oilers fans. We're setting up the itineraries. Saturday, we're going to have a viewing party for the Arizona game. Sunday, we're in the mix for the Vegas game. It is going to be three and a half days or whatever it actually works out to of pure mayhem with some great people. And I am very much looking forward to it. Best of the week has not happened yet, but my excitement exists and it will not go away. How about Mama and Papa Chalmers? Doing traveling with the team. Yeah, I was on, I was on the phone with LC earlier. Yeah. So yeah, Mister Mrs. They're going to the Phoenix Thomas game with, yeah. in Phoenix, and then going to drive yeah. to Vegas and meet you boys. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. going to be good. Good crew. Yeah. What's your well, best of the week, Chalmers? Uh, my best of the week was watching the R. Kelly interview. Oh. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, with Gail King. Oh my god, it was so bad. Like this guy. I mean, just watch it if you haven't watched it. It's 
cringeworthy. It's embarrassing. And the fact that she stays so calm when he gets up and like, he's I'm fighting be- for my life here. I'm fighting for my life here. He's, you guys are trying to kill me. And he's, st- <laughs> he doesn't understand the optics of that he is on trial for basically controlling women and then standing up in front of Gail in like a power position, yelling at her to basically claim that this is all bullshit. It just, it looked awful. He's an idiot. And I thought it was hilarious. So that's my best. (laughs) All right, Jay. Uh, My best of the week, and I said it earlier, is I want to shout out to all of our fellow citizens in Oilers Nation for showing me the passion of what being an Oilers fan is and giving me the fucking gears for five days. I loved it. Thank you. This is not how it was supposed to go. He wasn't supposed to love it. He I wasn't was supposed to get out I would, of it. Like I said, I would have done this the exact same horse thing. Shit. Like, fat dad, you're my fucking spirit animal, man. Good job. Although you were watching that Flames game. My best of the week is just dry sidle. This motherfucker is on fire. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You should have had two goals against you. Boy, God were those good shots. Like, uh. when he gets low like that and the one-timer comes across and he wires him, that's, those plays are as good as we've seen here in Edmonton in 20 years. And I think he's starting to get, like, obviously having a breakthrough year like this, which he played well in other seasons, but this is like an extra level up. You can see, like, his engagement on the ice. Rick, we went to the game against, boy. Vancouver? Alcohol, am I right? Uh, It was amazing, (laughs) though, and you were pointing it out. Watching a game with Rick is awesome. It's like watching a game with, like, Scorsese or a movie, and they're like, did you notice the shadow in the back? Uh, Dreisaitl is super engaged. My old knock on Dreisaitl was that he looked angry or bored. Remember the shot of Connor, like, patting him on the back and being like, don't worry about it? We're seeing a different dry sound now. He gets this, mopey. Yeah, yeah, he used to get mopey. But th- this game especially, like, yeah. he is with the ref. Yeah. He is talking to his before the face-off dot. And, like, I think dry sidle is really becoming, yeah. like, a man. I, yeah. I love dry sidle. And I know he's fight, fighting that mopiness. And, uh, but he showed it a bit in Toronto. We were down 3 nothing. There was a little bit of mope showing. Not fucking back check. But it scares me. But, like, it's a drastic improvement. Yeah. But what's, what scares me about him is that we talked about this last week and it was like when he starts to get his stats, right? Like this is how I, I made the analogy of, you know, like when a guy gets his stats, he plays well, right? If he goes into a slump, is he going to revert back to fucking Didn't grumpy? he have a slump though to start of the year kind of? I would have to look through his game I thought he started well and then kind of leveled off for a while. I feel like that's true. I feel like I remember that as well. I think he's just really turning into an incredible hockey player. And I love that he's having the season he is and all the people that were out there saying, Oh, I don't know. He's lazy and he's overpaid or whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, he yeah, is a you, hell indeed. of a hockey player. Yeah. I am super pumped that he's here for another seven years or whatever his deals at right now. He is going to be, a I think he's going to be one of the all time greats of the Oilers. I honestly do. I think like modern era Oilers, obviously Connor is one. Uh, Smitty is probably two. And I love the idea of Drysaddle maybe looking at Connor and saying, hey, man, yeah, sure, this is Connor's team, but I'm here too. Yeah. I and love that. You don't. There's no problem being the Malkin. You don't no, need nobody Hall doesn't when you got respect him. Dry, right? It's, 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 he's, he's just a really awesome. It's player. funny. The way they've been playing lately has actually made me, even though I know there's no playoff push, excited to like watch tonight's game. For sure. Like it's interesting. The return <laughs> of Ryan Strom. Yeah. 
Oh, I hope who's they actually do playing who's well. been playing yeah. if he was putting up the production in Edmonton it, that he was doing in New York, we would be buying his jerseys by the dozen. <laughs> Must have been drinking tap water. I would have won that WNBA or uh, <laughs> WNBA MNBA oh. contest to meet Ryan Strom. I'm like, yeah. whoa, could I please? Uh, worst of the week, bag milk. Uh, worst of the week. This one's a little bit inside, but Jay, I know you'll understand as a fellow Howard Stern fan. Today would have been Eric the Actor's 44th birthday. Uh, Bye for now, friend. Bye for now. What a what a what a what a guy! It's like I'm speechless. I do miss that guy. He is so boring and annoying, but he was a very he was very the best pivotal what, character in the show. What's your worst of the week, Jay? Uh, I was debating on if, if I was going to say this now, but fuck it, I'm going to say I'm going to take a shot. So I'm not here to attack other companies that do you know more similar stuff, if not more stuff at scale than us. But Spit and Chicklets recently had Connor and Leon. Uh, on to, to interview. And this is something me as a fan, I'm dying to hear. Like, like, when do you ever get those two together to just talk about life? And they fucking just butchered the interview. Didn't get anything out of them. They're too busy talking themselves over and through it. And me as a fan, I was disappointed. I was just disappointed. And that was my worst of the week. I actually like fucking like felt mad. So this was a joint interview. They were on yeah, at the same time. Yeah, they were both time. on. I was like excited to listen to them. Like, geez. Like, and Cliff notes it for me. What was, well, like, what were they asking them? Stupid questions? They they were more talking about stories about themselves or they'd ask a question and then they would jump in with a story. Of them. So they kept interrupting and getting like Connor would talk and they would jump in and talk over. I'm like, it's Connor fucking McDavid. Let him talk. He barely, he barely talks like this to anyone. This was like, I was like so excited to hear it. Rick, do you agree? Did you listen to it? Like they barely talked. If there was a thousand words said in that 30 minutes, they might have said 50 of them. Oh, like me today, Chalmers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder, do you think like JJ was outside the uh, motorhome just like banging oh. on the window? Oh, he's probably just in it just because he wants to <laughs> be probably fucking like involved in anything. Sucking onto the exhaust pipe of the motorhome. Uh, talk about bad culture. Chalmers? Oh, yeah. Hey, that's what the worst of the week. <laughs> well, I just, I've had a pretty good week. Not going to lie to you. The weather's changing and I'm, I'm, I'm losing my depression for the winter. Finally able to do stuff outside. But with that comes daylight savings time, which is my words to the week because it <laughs> fucked up my whole Sunday. And not because of me. I always remember because I have a phone that changes like a normal person. But uh, a couple things, just uh, some kids not showing up to our hockey game in time. And um, we had a very strict schedule at night to go have dinner at my mother-in-law's house for my wife's birthday. And when we were texting her during the day, we thought it would be all good that we were coming there in 20 minutes. Cause we're just waiting for the laundry. We'll be there at five 30. She said, okay to the text. When we showed up the lasagna that should take an hour and a half to cook, not in the oven. She thought it was four 30 and therefore <laughs> we wouldn't have been eating till seven. And my wife goes to bed right after seven. So it at least got me to order Monty's pizzas. So that was nice, but oh, that's, daylight that's savings your best of the week. No, no, but it's yeah. daylight savings time. <laughs> It's the worst of the week because really it's the worst thing that happened to us last night was that we got there for no dinner. Everything else was all good. It's a pretty good week if that's It's a pretty worst. goddamn good week. Yeah. I'm going to abstain from worst of the week and use this opportunity to wish Rick a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rick. Hey! Because as the king of the nightclubs in this city for 20 years, even though you're only 25, how smart are you to make St. Patrick's Day your birthday? 
Like you have to be. Di- I don't know what Guinness paid you to change your birth date to St. Patrick's Day for. Producer of the show, Rick. Uh, you're going to be in Vegas for your birthday. I would love to go and say, wow, Rick, it's going to be crazy on your birthday, but it's always crazy on your birthday. It's never, it's never quiet. Yeah, but you, uh, happy birthday, buddy. I actually, I don't know whether to be nervous or excited that Rick's my roomie in Vegas. So we are sharing a room for his birthday night. That'll be, uh, that's going to be a hell of an evening. Well, you've been around for a couple of them already, just uh, having pint nights on, on those days. So I honestly think it's going to be par for the course. Like, it can't be much worse than I do uh, on a normal day. I, normally, my drinks are free <laughs> and they're coming in quite quickly. Now they'll be a little <laughs> little more expensive, but I think they'll be coming just as quickly. Well, hey, okay. I hope you like craps because we can go long into the night. So, and on free booze. So at the pint on St. Patrick's Day, which is also your birthday, does the. Um, bar not run as smooth because the manager's kind of getting i uh i have a strict rule for that i work the day shift and around three or four o'clock in the afternoon i start to wash my hands and everything i get a supervisor to come in and uh yeah we let the train go wherever it takes us Uh, smart 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 unbelievable that's everything for this week's real life podcast see you next week kids. have fun in vegas boys judge me accordingly Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.